What up, what up, what up? Y'all, I am your host, Young Smooth, Young S-M-O-O-V-E. Y'all right know what it is. Let's go. Come on. That might actually be my intro. I don't know. Thinking about it. Anyway, don't forget that you can find me on YouTube, Spotify, um... I also forgot to say SoundCloud because SoundCloud is the home of where this is. So YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, and X or Twitter because you will hear me refer to it as Twitter. I don't give a fuck what nobody else say. Um, however, um, you can find me on all of those under Kicking Up With Young Smooth, um, which is awesome. That is my, my banner. You know it. It's me sitting down with my laptop and my phone. You know what I'm saying? With... Um. Yeah, the background. Y'all, y'all know what it is. I, I don't even know why I have to explain that because clearly it is literally the picture. So yeah, I do have one picture with with the mask and one without the mask, which I got that around like quarantine. Sometimes I may swap in between the two, but I primarily like the one without the mask. Um, well, I mean with the mask actually. I'm sorry. <clears throat> so new listens that we just listened to lately. Um, real talk. No Chaser, love the new Usher single uh, called Ruin. It is really, really good. I'm excited. I'm actually recording this early because, of course, you're going to have Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, so I wanted to kind of get this out the way so I didn't have to worry about it. I probably already pre-have it mixed down before next week is is ready. The new episode just dropped as of today, quote-unquote, because today is February 5th. Um, but yeah, so the Super Bowl is happening, or the Usher Bowl, as I like to call it, because I'm watching for Usher, because my team is not in in the Super Bowl, and I don't even watch football like that. That ain't the, that ain't the point. But I do live in a specific city where um, I live in Baltimore, and because I live in Baltimore, let me, let me phrase it, I live in Baltimore, because I live in Baltimore, um, you know... We had a team at one point that ran like thieves in the night. And, you know, I'm old enough to remember that. We're going to talk about that later. Um, also, in addition to other things I'm listening to, T-Rell. T-Rell is a very, very good artist. It's very rhythmic hip-hop, if you could kind of put Almost on a moonwalker kind of situation, which I talked about like a, a year ago. Um, <clears throat> but... My brother put me on the T-Row and he ended up... T-Row has actually ended up in my Nasty Workout playlist. So if you have not checked that out, make sure y'all check that out on YouTube Music. Um, it is under Young Smooth Boy. So make sure y'all check that out as well. It is one of my favorite. It has like 500 songs on there. You don't realize how many nasty songs or nasty innuendo songs are in your list until you like, shit, it is a lot. And every time you turn around when someone else is coming out with something, there is one nasty song somewhere in that list. Especially that damn Kevin Gates. Speaking of which, which is not in this list. Is he in this list? He's not in this list. But I did listen to the ceremony. Absolutely fucking love the ceremony. And that Yonsei freestyle with BG and Sexy Red, that shit go in. I don't give a fuck. I love it. I think it is the best. That shit goes the fuck in. Um, Koyla Ray and Mike Will Made It have a single um, Wanna Come Through. I like it. Um, I really think that people need to start giving Koyla Ray her tens because of the fact that she is, she's dynamite. She actually fire. She does, she does spit. And I think that, um, that go best friend shit kind of made people think that it was going to be a TikTok moment only for, for that reason. Um, I am on TikTok, but I will not, speaking of TikTok, I will not go into that because I, I only use it for the advertisement pers- purposes. Like, I don't 
Yeah, I can't. I, I can't. I, I can't. I can't dance. I'm not going to do a whole bunch of dance around whole room shit. I'm not going to do it. Um, and no, I'm not Jamaican. And the Jamaican people are probably upset. And I appreciate y'all. I'm sorry. I just wanted to give y'all that. Um, but yeah, so Coyla Ray in general, I think is great. I think that the controversy behind her and her dad being Benzino, again, you can't choose your dad. You, you get shot out the, out the dick. Ain't really too much choosing that you have in that. But, you know, um, and I think that their relationship is a little off too. So that's something to really think about. Um, moving forward, Cash Doll with Big One is the single, and Big One slash Fuck'em, or Falk'em, but I think it's Fuck'em, uh, um, is definitely a winner in my book. Um, Selfish by Justin Timberlake. Y'all thought I was only going to talk about the black people. And y'all was like, oh, Troy, you want to talk about the black people? Smooth, you want to talk about the black people? I don't. <laughs> I enjoy Justin Timberlake. Um, he's actually coming to Baltimore in July, so get your tickets ready. He's coming July-ish. I can't remember. Oh, he's coming July 3rd, and Janet is coming July 13th. Isn't that something? That is something. So, uh, yeah, get your tickets ready for that. I don't know if I'd be willing to go see a whole uh, Justin Timberlake. You know what? Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. I ain't even gonna hold you. I, I like Justin throughout the era. I do like Justin through his, his uh, black boy phase error i'm not kind of, i'm not really too mad at that um so maybe just maybe i might i don't know i might i, I could i could i could get with it um but again if i go i would go on the rafters because i'm I, it doesn't it wouldn't phase me um i am still getting my, my Nicki minaj tickets that is happening the second that that happens y'all will know believe you me if you follow me you will know uh but no i'm excited to go to that and to do that anyway because um i really my goal this year was to be able to see a couple of people some of them of which i want to see before they perish because that is literally a thing like that's why i do i I also think i want to get tickets in july for janet because of that factor i've never gotten to see janet in concert and to see her now would be great plus not to mention the fact i really appreciate my city for bringing they're bringing some heat to the cfg bank arena like Literally, we've had um, Mariah Carey, Lil Wayne. Um, we've just had a lot of people come through here. So Baltimore as my city is definitely, it's definitely changing. And in the next couple of years, there are going to be some great, great advancements. So super excited about that. Um, moving on to other singles. Young M.A. Open Scars. Now, the first time I heard this song, to be honest with you, I think I heard it on uh, Shade 45. So, super good. Great song. The girls this year are really, really... And again, y'all know I go out for the girls. But the girls this year are really going in on their pen and on on the emotional standpoint. Because I'm like, yo, when I tell you Young M.A. addressed so much shit in this damn song, I was like, yo... What the fuck? Like, it, it's really good. Um, Albums-wise, I definitely have listened to uh, Kevin Gates' The Ceremony, which um, is so good. It is so good. That Yonsei Freestyle is my utter 
favorite right now. Love that song. I just like the fact that he be like, and I don't know why that gets me every time, but I love it. And so I am definitely here for that. Um, 21 Savages album, American Dream. It's actually good. It's actually surprisingly good. Although I really think that 21 Savage for me gets into that same bag as Big Sean. Like, there's not a 21 Savage song that you don't know that doesn't have someone else on it. And honestly, unless you're a Big Sean connoisseur or you're a Big Sean fan, you don't really, honestly, truthfully know a Big a Big Sean song that doesn't have anybody else on it. Like, I, I could not... Like, even when you think of the ass... Even though the ass version, the, 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 the first version of the song was just him. Yes. But until Nicki got on it, I don't think that we remember the song by itself with him without her on it. And actually, I've watched DJs try to play it without her on it, and it ain't, it ain't, it ain't cutting it. It do not cut. Nobody will go up for that song without Nicki on it. Um, which in turn, we'll get into some more of that in a minute as well. Uh, and I know, I know, I know my declaration in the beginning of last show where I said I would not talk about Nikki like that no more. But unfortunately, when you are a part of pop culture and you are in the mix of this culture, she's that girl. So <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. Um, speaking of that girl, Ice Spice uh, has one. It says, it's called Thank You to Shit, Fart. No, no, no. My, my, my computer didn't break. I just had to leave y'all there with that. It's called Thank You to Shit Fart. I I, I hate to say it. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say it. But I kind of like it. I think I like the hook more than anything else. I mean, Ice Spice is in her own New York kind of lane. It For me, sometimes it feels a little... Um, it does feel a little elementary. It does feel a little bit ABC123. Um with the way that the bars are presented but every now and again there's something there is something in there so i'm hoping <laughs> i'm absolutely hoping to get something from uh from her as well and last last but not least my favorite and he has also ended up on my nasty workout playlist along with kevin gates along with t-rail um it's Big Boogie, and it is the song Whoop Whoop, so make sure y'all check that shit out. That shit goes hard as well. So those are some of my listens this week that I've been kind of listening to. I try to stay abreast of the new music and give y'all, you know, a little taste of what I'm thinking on some of them. Mostly everything I like. There wasn't really anything. I usually don't want to do anything that I don't really like, because if I don't like it, I'm not listening to it, and if I'm not listening to it, then you, you shouldn't listen to it either. No, I'm not going to tell you what you should or shouldn't listen to. But, but I, I, if I'm not listening to it, I nine times out of ten would imagine that most people in this atmosphere is not listening to it. But who knows? So we're gonna get into some of the ratchet and ridiculous, and there is some ratchet and ridiculousness. I, I am not going to lie. And then we're gonna end off about kind of my thoughts on today's top, on today's title. If yeah, I preemptively put the title in. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, all right. Megan the Stallion inks first of its kind distribution deal with Warner Record. This comes from Hip Hop DX. 
Uh, Meg The Stallion has secured a groundbreaking distribution deal with Warner Records on Friday, February 2nd. The Houston hottie took to Instagram where she celebrated her latest career milestone. She says, thank God, prayer hand emoji. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta let them know about the emojis if they're there. Hotties today history was made. Come on, play on words. Today, I signed a distribution deal with my new family at Warner Music where I maintained my independence as an artist and own my master's in publishing. She began alongside a post uh, carousel where she can be seen popping the bubbly. This is the first deal of its kind. I hope artists still... Uh, I, yeah, I hope artists still on the come up or even artists who are already established never get discouraged by all the obstacles that come with this industry. Even with the odds against me, I fought for myself. The hotties fought for me and Rock Nation fought for me. I forget. I never. Ah, I'm forever grateful. Baby, I can read today. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Um, let's really run it up, hotties. Shout out to Mama Holy or Mama Holly. I'm sorry. I know she's um, guiding me through all of this. Blue heart emoji. She added signing off with Hot Girl Productions. Check out the post below. Why did I read that? I don't know. Um, the announcement of Rob's admits uh, escalating tensions between Meg and Nicki Minaj, ignited by the release of Tina Snow's single Hiss, which seemingly aimed several bars at the barbs. <laughs> yeah, it did. These hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. I don't really know what the problem is. But I guarantee y'all don't want me to start. The Houston native raps. <laughs> Megan's law seems to target Nikki's husband, Kenneth Petty, by um, alluding to the federal allegations mandating the public disclosure of information about a uh, regarded virtual offender. In 2022, Petty received a three-year probation sentence along with one year of house detention after he failed to register as an offender in California. This incident occurred after he and Nikki relocated to California in 2019, just before they married. His offender status seems <laughs> stems from a 1995 conviction for the first degree attempt rape <clears throat> of a 16-year-old girl, which he spent four years in prison. So, if they are around the same age, he if that was 95 and they are around the same age, then he must have at least been about 15, 16. Which, again, grape is grape. That is nothing to play about. Um, I'm saying I'm saying these words in this way because eventually this will go on YouTube and I don't have time to edit that. Um, when he was 16 years old and spent in prison. In response, Minaj dropped Bigfoot. Released on Monday, January 29th, Bigfoot finds Nikki making several lewd accusations about the Houston native spitting how you fuck your mother's man when she died. 
How do you go on Gail King and can't cry? Child by Bigfoot. You still a small fry? Swearing on your dead mother when you lie. She also... I know I ain't got to read it like that, but it's unnecessary. She also mocks Meg for getting shot in her foot by Tory Lanez, uh, accuses her of getting liposuction, and mentions the dead mother again. Taking to social media, the Pink the Pink Friday 2 MC also targeted Rock Nation, who manages Meg, accusing them of puppetry of puppeteering the drama. Soon after Meg seemingly responded during an appearance on the live radio app Station Head, coincidingly a platform favored by Minaj, on Thursday, February 1st, Meg taunted her rap rival by warning her, don't make me call Rock Nation. This appears to be in response to Nikki's recent claims that the Jay-Z founded company is paying people to badmouth her on social media and employs bots to promote Megan's latest single. Tina Snow also appeared to respond to a direct line said by Nikki on Bigfoot saying, if we go number one, bitch, (laughs) I had to read that God damn, I forgot to turn that off too. Oh well, y'all got that. Um, I might put the straw back in the Hennessy, referencing his his challenging for the top spot on the Billboard Hot 100. This was seemingly a uh, reply to the lyric, "Your flow, your flow is such a bore." Drinking a bottle out of the straw. It's sad. Um. So, my thoughts in this are really... Okay, so it gets a little crazy. And I'm going to tell you why. The reason that it gets a little crazy is because a part of me is like... Meg is poking a bear. She is poking a bear. And she may have had every reason to in the beginning. But whatever it is now, she's 100% poking the bear. Um, Nikki is not, again, and this is why I did this first, because I want to get this out of the way. Nikki is not a battle rapper, and I said this last week, not a battle rapper. It's not her thing. It's not her bag. She didn't do it when it was with Sheetha. She she definitely didn't. Um, but I think she's poking the bear a little bit. And after we get into some more, uh, some other things, because I know Onika will come up again, she actually she comes up like three times and this is just crazy um <laughs> but once she got to that point of like contention she has this tendency to just go in and in and in and in and somebody pointed out one real big thing a lot of that is a level of insecurity and I didn't realize that it was until you really look back if y'all ever look back and really notice like in interviews and all the stuff like early years we talk in 2012, 13, 14, 15 and you would watch how Nikki has to primp and like kind of polish herself you would think oh it's just it, it's a it's a quote unquote Barbie thing no it's actually like a nervous thing and an insecure thing and I I never realized it one day until we kind of started talking about this. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, maybe she is a little bit insecure. Granted, 
I believe that the industry itself will probably make you insecure. It would make you feel a little bit uptight. But congratulations to Megan nonetheless. I think that is amazing that you are inking your own deals. You have gone from getting out of a bad deal to going independent to having a major distribution deal. Um, <clears throat> I like that the pen is is pinning. I like that the pen is it's going up right now. Like it is good. I mean, I, my my initial criticism of Meg for a while was the fact that it was just very overly overtly sexual and i'm like yo if that's what you want to talk about that's fine but does it have to be on every track and i think once we got to traumazine we kind of got a little bit more of it but right now with cobra and hiss we definitely are getting um a way different feel and so i am excited about that i'm excited about the and here's the thing i don't care if you continue to drop it for the hotties i don't give a shit about that i don't give a shit if you continue to, you know, go back and forth and, and you know, give us ass-shaking music, all of that shit. It don't matter. I I, I want there to be a blend. It, it can't just be all ass-shaking music and no substance. And it can't be all substance and no ass-shaking music. So, I hope that she gives us both. Um, so, time will tell. We're waiting on this album. Oh, and as far as the Rock Nation thing, we'll get into it. Anyway... <laughs> 21 Savage, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, among 300 artists, join forces behind No AI Fraud Act. This comes from HI Hip Hop XD as well. 21 Savage, Cardi B, and Nicki Minaj join artists like Bette Midler, Gloria Estefan, and Jason Isbell to get behind a proposed new law that would make AI generated likenesses of both their images and their voices off-limit. Billboard is reporting that a total of 300 artists from a variety of genres have banned together behind no artificial intelligence fake republics and unauthorized duplications act, so known as the No AI Fraud Act, um, currently making its way through the House of Representatives backed by the Human Artistry Campaign. The No AI Fraud Act um, would, estab uh, would establish federal protection against the exploitation of artistry via artificial intelligence should it be successfully passed. The No AI Fraud Act would depend I'm sorry, would defend your fundamental human rights to your voice and likeness, protecting everyone from non-consensual deepfakes and placed by the campaign on Friday, sorry, an ad placed by the campaign Friday, February 2nd reads, protect your individuality, support H36943. Actually, repeat that, support HR6943. This bill was first posed by the House on January 10th and was received uh, well by Congress's support. It's, um, it's one of those things where I, I'm a little bit on the fence as far as it goes with um, AI. Okay, so I, I feel like this. We we are in an age where 
technology is like zooming. It is it is going so fast. I am I am 40 years old and at 40 noticing that bro, we had phones that had nothing. They had a green screen, they had snake as their primary <laughs> like as their primary the the primary game that was on the phone. Like I had a no I remember I had a Nokia like and I had to add minutes to that phone. You know, there were no real things as plans or I think I was like either too young to get a plan, but I could still get a phone, which was crazy. And then my first phone that I actually had that I think had a plan was a Sprint, whatever it was, I got like from an Arabic shop. They still had pages in the shop and shit. My first, I think around that time frame, my first, my voicemail had Janet Jackson's "Would You Mind" on it and shit. It was all, it was all super nasty and shit. It was unnecessary. First of all, I am that person that you know you be having the the slow ass music and be like, yeah, y'all know where y'all just reached and um at the current time. I'm currently unavailable, so leave your name, number, and your reason for calling, and I'll get back to you. Let Janet sing. Like, just dumb shit. Don't judge me. I hate y'all so much. I feel y'all judging me right the fuck now. But, but we did all of those things. It was so bad. It was so bad. And see, this is what I'm saying. Kids will never understand the the fucking the theory of that uh, of of a child being sex. What the fuck was the point? Or or yeah, y'all know who y'all just reach. Y'all can buy beat me at the Make sure y'all use the nine one one. Yeah, I mean if it's an emergency, if it's not, just press three 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 so I know what it is. Leave your message. Like it was just it was just so. It may not even have sounded like that for real, but it was so much, and we used to do that shit all the time. I had a black pager, a clear pager, a clear blue pager. <sighs> Why do we have all these pages? Who was beeping us? And then the hardship that we had to face was was finding the payphone at that point. So y'all will never understand. Anyway, all of that is saying that technology has moved at such an alarmingly sped up rate that less than uh, well, twenty years. Like you, you give twenty years, which is a, which is a long time, but it's not really a long time to be honest with you. And we're not in the stone ages, and we're always moving, and we're always expanding. Um, I have utilized like ChatGBT for like a resume just to see what it would do, and it really does. Um, put that out there. It will it will automatically like restructure your stuff. You know, put in a good sentence. I just actually. I guess it was an update on my phone, which I didn't notice until the other day. That there's actually a button that if you press it, you can type what you want. Not really much right now, because again, it's still in its infancy. It's still in the beta phases. But you can type what you want, and you can actually um, have it put it in a different style. Like I text somebody good morning today, and it had like a Shakespeare style. Um, you got a chill style. You got a you know whatever. And it actually types it out. It reconfigures it, types it out, and then you can send out the new message. So I'm like, that is wild. That is wild. That, that is something that's thinking behind it. Plus, not to mention the fact we have all the 
the Googles and the Alexas and the Siri and you know so you have all of those things which were already preemptively placed into into our culture into where we are and you know we some of us some of us utilize them and I'm not going to say I don't utilize them because I, my my lights are like that my um primarily primary my, my lights my lights are like that um I can you know we got we have ring doorbells so the technology on itself is always going to be like that Leading back to what the article said, the misappropriation of it is a very, very scary thing. A very scary thing, especially like for someone of an artist caliber or even even down to myself, because it's like, okay, how do you put something out into the world? And because I'm digitally recording this at that particular point, what what makes it so that someone else is not using my voice, my likeness? so on and so forth and just doing it and just saying that I'm saying I'm saying whatever you know what I'm saying and not saying that my platform is huge at this particular point but any of those things could happen and I'm I'm grateful I am grateful at this particular point that artists are standing up for their own intellectual properties and being like hey yo whoa pause pump the brakes you know what I'm saying it's already bad enough that some of them sign deals where depending on what it is like I give you the, the the Whitney Houston thing. If anybody got a chance to see the the Whitney Houston biopic, um, you really get a chance to realize like when they say in perpetuity, and perpetuity means forever, in perpetuity beyond the universe. So that means it can keep going and going and going and going, and somebody, even if you're no longer here, is going to make a red cent off of you. That is going to happen, and it's like damn, this is where we are. Like, we were looking for the future for there to be flying cars. Loser. We, <laughs> we got a little bit more. And, and that, and that, scarily enough, is like right around the corner. It is right around the corner. Um, You know, we want all of these vast improvements, but we, I, sometimes it's about at what cost. You know what I mean? And it's like, where do we where do we see ourselves with all of the new advancements like what is what's next what what's the next thing that that that's going to come out and a lot of times like this itself is is a little scary i've watched jordan peele do the deep fake of obama and been like what the fuck and we're listening to it and we're watching obama but the actual person's voice is behind it is jordan peele that's crazy. And that was only one portion of it because in actuality, that itself was Jordan Peele doing the accent behind it. But what would it look like if it was just really Obama's voice behind something else? And granted, he's not the president anymore. Granted, we get that. But what if you use that for another president to spit out other rhetoric? You know what I'm saying to you? That... <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I had to yawn. Um... Y'all are getting y'all are getting a lot of the real tonight. I ain't even gonna hold you. But what do you what it happens when it, it becomes another president or another world leader that that you know happens to or there's you know some type of deep fake about? I mean, it's it's a little scary. It's a little scary, you know, especially when you're like it could be any figure, it could be and it could be anything. And we're just living in a world of like alternate reality. I mean, again, that's my tin foil hat at that particular point. But yeah, it's a it, it's a little scary. 
Um, but moving forward, all right, DJ Clue, a name that I thought I would never say again, but clearly I am. DJ Clue bemoans again a word I had to look up. Y'all look it up. Um, <laughs> lack of fire material in modern hip hop. Um, and he states it's only going to get worse. DJ Clue is worried about the current state of hip hop and he doesn't see <clears throat> it getting much better anytime soon. Taking to Twitter slash X on Thursday, February 1st, the legendary DJ, uh, Laminate, uh, yeah, laminated about the lack of fire material in the game right now. Though he does say there are some songs that are moving the needle. Quote, y'all keep making excuses for these trash ass records and in these trash ass bars. Shit gonna get worse and worse. He began. While this generation and while these kids, if it was a sport and the game was terrible the game would be terrible same shit different toilet pun intended angel emoji there is some fire material but not a lot um i would have to agree and disagree with dj dj clue so i would say this i am in this bracket in my age of being like what I, I will say that uh, Eliza Eliza Schlesinger Schellinger she's a comedian anyway check her out she's a really dope comedian but she calls it Elder Millennial she has a special on Netflix and it's actually called Elder, Elder Millennial and that is kind of where we fall like I know the 80s 90s early 2000s which is crazy even down to 2010s and now 2020s. It's like I've lived a full-ass lifetime already and I'm only 40. But, like, there is... There is a part of what artists do that I feel as though gets heavily overlooked. It, like, completely gets heavily, heavily, heavily overlooked or I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. What artists have done and have created and have given to this culture sometimes gets heavily overlooked by the younger generation. And I, I really feel wholeheartedly that the younger generation, it feels like for us that they don't see what the contribution was. And that like, you just got here. Like, no, there's no you got here without the work. There's no you got here without the sacrifice or or what other artists have put in or what the original genre itself meant on how much it meant about words and wordplay like there, there was a time for a time you could go back to like the far side and and like um de la soul and even like q-tip and um and a tribe called Quest, and you can go back to that time and really listen to them verbally assassinate each other. I mean, not each other, but just verbally assassinate without using curse words at all. You know, like really, really go in it. And and a lot of the times, like even down to the female portion, where you got light, you got Latifa, you. 
you don't have all of this overtly sexual situations just to, to to prove a point. Now you do usher in in our area. You do usher in Little Kim. You do usher in Foxy Brown, and at some point, yes, it does change the landscape and the dynamic forever. It really does. However, you need that yin and yang. Just like I asked Megan to not have all of that be um to not I really shouldn't I really should have definitely paused all of that. Um to not have all of that content in the music, not all of the sexual content in the music. Um it it's it's just like it's just like for instance we want to elevate the bars and the bars are just not getting elevated. There's not a point of saying that I don't know really really what I want to say with that. There's not really a point of anything really elevating for the culture. Elevating for our mindset. Elevating for us to to think beyond or seeing all facets of ourselves. Because I feel like all of us are not sex hungry. We're not money hungry. We're not, you know, black people are a monolith. We're a monolith of different things. We're not all one thing. If we were all one thing, trust me, we would all be boring as fuck. But we're not all just one thing. And I think that a lot of times we don't see ourselves portrayed in that for that purpose. Like, you don't get a a Nas like you used to. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna get excuse me, a method man like you used to. Like, those things are not, are just not happening. So, and I apologize, I've been clearing my throat a lot on this, but you're just not receiving those cats anymore. And you you really do kind of miss that. So I do agree with where Clue is coming from with that. But on the flip side of all of that, I do understand that you can actually look for the music. Like, I'm so... And and it's so funny. Me and my brother both do this. When I get in my car, I got to make sure that my tune is right. Like, I need to make sure that I got my music right before I even pull off. That's why it'll take me a minute to pull off my car. One, you should be heating up your car, especially if you're in cold-ass places. Please heat up your car. But two, not only that, I like to make sure that my tune is right before I pull off because I want my. it, it makes my driving ex- experience better. And I say all of that to say that you can be, you can really search for other artists and get into it. Nothing is going to sound like the, the yesteryear before, but um, you don't have to dog out today. You you don't. In addition, today's music doesn't have to forget that there was something that came before them and I think that's where with my generation it feels so good like despite everything that's going on with Puff right now you can't deny that what he did in the culture shifted the culture like even though he paid he gonna be paying out an arm and a leg he's paying low key high key he's paying an arm and a leg to sting forever for that I'll be missing you song which is like five thousand dollars a month that's a lot um but he, no, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Five thousand dollars a day is what I what I was reading. But he really did shift the the 
the land of hip hop at that particular point. It, it did go from a more rugged streetwear to flashy suits and you know just a, a designer level and he did change that but in in changing that and that being the new era he still kept a lot of the old mixes in there and a lot of the the stuff that um our parents ended up growing up on and that's why we know those songs to this day and they know the songs to this day because it all relates another thing that and, and another thing about the music today my, my wife brought out a really really good point is a lot of the hip hop today's undertone is purposefully placed in a key that in a tone that is so low that it creates a level of desperate uh, not desperation it it creates a level of depression in the in the spirit and in the chakras it is it is mentally designed that way um, so this is why it is important to know what you ingest. And understand why you're ingesting it and what its purpose serves. Because if not, it will leave you totally unfulfilled. Um, but yeah, I, I've noticed that about, you know, the new music. And I've noticed that about the new generation. That the new generation doesn't necessarily give the props to the older generation or us that it comes before. Now, that's not all entirely true. Because there is a resurgence of a lot of the music from my generation now coming into the new music so there are some that are out there like that but I think that if you get the masses that don't necessarily um, 100% do that and don't pay homage to that then that's when you get uh, a lot of the beefs or you get people who are of the DJ Clue status and the DJ Clue caliber and be like yo these people don't aren't spitting bars they're not spitting the metaphors that that we're used to so um, that is, that's my take on that. That is that. Um, we're going to go to the Grammys now at this particular point. So the Grammys happened. That's the thing. So today's Monday. It happened on Sunday. I did not watch the Grammys, but I did get a few clips and, and views of everything. And also Jay-Z calls out Grammys over Beyonce's lack of best album wins when I get nervous, I tell the truth is what the, the hip-hop mogul says. The uh, hip-hop icon accepted the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award at the 2024 Grammys. Jay-Z used the acceptance speech at the 2024 Grammys to call out the organization that honored him with a special award. While accepting the second annual Dr. Dre Global Impact Award in recognition of his musical legacy, the hip-hop artist 54, why does that matter, questioned the purpose behind the voted categories. Quote, we want y'all to get it right, at least get close to right, and obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't gotta clap at everything. Obviously it's subjective because you know it's music and it's opinion based, the artist stated. Again, he goes on to say, outside of that, you know, we got to keep showing up and forget the Grammys for, and forget the Grammys for a second, just in life. As my daughter just sits and stares at me nervous as, as I am, just in life, you got to keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Forget the Grammys. 
you got to keep showing up until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve until they call you chairman until they call you genius until they call you the greatest of all time he concluded you feel me cameras then went to the audience where Beyonce was seen applauding um so thoughts um okay so as far as Jay-Z is concerned I have a double-edged sword on this so I I saw a lot in the comments that he was it, it seems as though he's really defending Beyonce because again Beyonce did not win the award for best album of the year hands down I believe that she should have won I'm not gonna lie to you Renaissance was a cultural impact um it sparked a lot of debate and love and and even criticism even from you know the LGBTQ community um it is but it is one of the the works of a masterpiece and when I tell you people came out like black people showed out to this like they showed out to Black Panther it it was a thing especially when they got to the point where they were like oh yo we wearing all silver it's a whole renaissance thing it's a theme you know she really got people invested in this and to be honest the fact that there is more than one act and again already claimed a three act project so that means really honestly depending on what she does and how she does it she's taking at least we could say depending on how she wants to do this she can take this for another 10 years um, uh, like a, a whole 10 year span like we're already in like two are we two well, yeah almost two within that so you know there are three other acts she could be taking two to three years four years you know within that time frame to really to really get that together um but one of the main things is everybody was like you know oh she shouldn't have jay-z is seeming like he's making her big for it and and she's looking desperate and this that and the third i respect him as a man for speaking up for his wife and understanding and loving and I think he genuinely loves her artistry the way that he the way that he should because he gets a chance to be privy to it in so many other ways and more ways than we probably ever seen or ever will see in our lifetime um I also see that it is 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 very fucked up oh for a shit like it's really he he understands the politics of it all and I'm kind of glad that he took a moment for it a lot of people are like but yeah but they always boycott it unless they're winning and this that and the third they're not they're not gonna do anything and then allegedly like Beyonce was supposed to perform the Tina Turner tribute but then they gave it to Fantasia because she wasn't winning I don't, I don't know there's so many politics behind what that is that it's like you really gotta think about it does it make a difference I'm pausing because I don't know. I don't know. But like, so I say this. They damned if they do and they damned if they don't. Because if they never came to it, 
and it never came to the event. And the only reason that he was even there was because he, he already knew he was being honored is one thing. Beyonce should have been in those categories and and in that um, I think that they are my my alleged thought is that the Grammys may be trying to push Beyonce out and making Taylor Swift the new reigning princess or queen of of popular music in that way. Um, I am not a big Taylor Swift fan. I it would be Beyonce all day over Taylor Swift. I I really. Don't care. I mean, the only time I've ever listened to Taylor Swift songs is because I was forced to when I'm at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, other than that, like, I'm not actively seeking out a Taylor Swift song. Um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't mold and change my life like that. Like, but it's funny how influentially you want to mold Taylor Swift to be like Beyonce between costumes and them being sparkly and bright to a cult following like Beyonce with the Swifties but to be honest with you it'll never really give that like if you ever put a side by side of them kind of performing you're always going to catch your eye to Beyonce because it's so much more engaging than than Taylor and like Taylor was the sweet country girl she was the sweet country girl she was country everything and then all of a sudden got into this pop lane and even with her movements if you really watch her on stage it ain't giving pop nothing it's not it's not giving me Britney it's not giving it's not even giving me Christina Christina X it's not giving me X Tina it's not giving me any of that it it really is giving I'm still tall and awkward and I'm pushing whatever agenda I'm supposed to be pushing. So, I, I once again I do appreciate Jay Z for that. Um, but you know, yeah, could be worse. Speaking of Grammys, um, the 2024 Grammys, we're gonna go over the list of the winners and we're gonna congratulate. First of all, best new artist goes to my girl Victoria Monet on my mama on my hood. I look fly. I look good. Yo, that shit, that shit slaps. That shit goes in. Victoria, um, is technically quote unquote not a new artist, but because Jaguar 2 is a submission of a whole album, um, it literally does cement her as the new artist category for the Grammys. So shout out to her. Um, best duo or group performance goes to Ghost in the Machine, SZA and Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, best R&B performance goes to my girl. I love. I, now, if you want to talk about a stand, I stand her. My fucking Coco Jones for ICU. Best R&B song goes to Snooze for uh, Scissor with Snooze. Best progressive R&B album goes to SOS for Scissor, who is sweeping it up. I have loved. Scissor Sense Control and SOS is just as great. However, I'm not, I am, I am solely, I am not going to lie to nobody. I am solely still on Control. I could listen to Control every day. It's such a good album. Control always re- brings me back to 2017. Always. Um, best R&B album, Jaguar 2, Victoria Monet. Best rap performance, scientists and engineers, Killer Mike, Andre 3000 Future, and Aaron Allen Kane. Congratulations to Killer Mike. Killer Mike is uh, is part of an inspiration of why I wanted to do one of these topics. Um, but for you to be 40, what do you say, 48 years old? And you're just receiving your flowers and you've been in this game for a long time. 
it it is great um best melodic rap performance all my life little dirk and j cole shout out to little dirk my sister love her some little dirk but that is so great um that song let me tell you something that song is so damn catchy just saying all my life i can literally hear the children in my head that is crazy um best rap song uh scientists and engineers killer mike now here's where it gets a little tricky so allegedly um the grammys actually originally tweeted out that Nicki minaj and ice spice won for barbie world this is the problem that we kind of talked about in the beginning of the show um y'all keep playing on this girl and this is kind of why she goes off she talked about the Grammys several times. She's always said that she's had she's had an, an issue with the Grammys since like 2012, 13 or something like that. Like she's had a huge issue with them and they have blackballed her. But to play in her face like that and say, oh, you know, hmm, here's your Grammy. We're going to give you a Grammy. I mean, down to the point where they it was on their Instagram page, so on and so forth, stating whether it was made up or not. The girl still works really hard and has not gotten it. Why does the Grammy mean so much? The Grammy means so much to artists because it is the echelon of echelon for an artist. It is going to your job and getting recognition for the hard work that you put in. Now, granted, everybody else, the rest of your coworkers know that you work hard. The rest of your peers know that you work hard. But sometimes to not get that recognition is like, it's a, it, fe- it almost feels like a slap in the face. It's like, well, why am I working so hard? Da, 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 da. So, especially when you're at the top of the game and you deserve Grammys. And Nikki deserves a Grammy. She does deserve a Grammy. And she's deserved a Grammy several times over. I, I especially think that she deserved a Grammy for the pink print. Um, because, again, song for song for song, it is it is amazing to the point where, like I said, my only song that I probably skipped is like Grand Piano. Barb's, you know why. <clears throat> um... And lastly, but just to to move forward, and lastly, the best rap album is Killer Mike, Michael. That album was pretty good. I haven't gone through all of it in a while, um, but in a couple of months. But yeah, Michael was pretty good. It didn't stay in rotation long enough for me, but again, Killer Mike is so good, so good. Um, But yeah, so as far as the Grammys are concerned, I think that they left with a lot of controversy. Oh, last controversy, speaking of which, um, Killer Mike also got locked up at the Grammys. Like, bro, it was a lot going on for one night. But the Grammys always has some type of controversy around it because as a matter of fact, um, about, God, what was that? The 2012 Grammys? So it's been almost 12 some odd years. But what? Uh, Whitney Houston situation was the same thing at the Grammys. Um, so, there's that. <laughs> the Grammys is not to be fucked with. Alright, so, that will end this portion of Ratchet and Ridiculous Nas. Um, there is that. I apparently have a lot of opinions and none at all, but it's fine. So, basically, I was thinking today, um, real quick, about aging out. And what that looks like. And as we talked about before, kind of within the top of it, like, you know, we 
we got to, I was listening to Sway in the Morning this morning, and we get to this point in, in hip-hop where we were like, yo, it's a young man's game. And it, you know, at a certain age, we shouldn't be rapping about the certain things anymore. And, like, people will say Pusha T shouldn't rap about coke anymore. And, and some of the girls need to hang it up when they're in their 40s. Cause, and that's that's also another big push that they're they're pushing for Nikki because, yay, hey, you're older now. You can't do the same things. You, you know, I believe that the reason that we we made it, and I agree with this, I think Heather B said it, or was it Sway? It might have been Sway. Um, that the younger generation was is easier to be swayed. You can sway more. You can't be in your 30s and your 40s and be like, oh, um, I'm going to take this whole 360 deal. Bitch, I, first of all, in my 30s and my 40s, I don't have time to take nobody's 360 deal and have to have make all these goddamn albums and I'm not fully happy and I'm not recouping enough of the money back for y'all fast enough and all, you know, all those things. So, you know, at, at a certain age, your, your, your frontal lobe is more developed. You have more thought matter. You have more brain matter. And you're like, this shit is, this shit don't add up. So it, it made me think about kind of aging out a little bit. And it's like, you know, as we're getting older, getting older is a bitch. You know, from the random ass pains of drinking too much water every damn day that you're damn near pissing on yourself and trying to fit a workout into the already busy schedule that you already have. And did I mention that you need to eat right, try to get your skin together and pray that the bullshit that you did in your past doesn't happen in your future (laughs) somewhere along the way. You become an elder millennial born in the 80s and came of age around the 2000s. We thought that uh, throughout that time, we've seen a lot, okay? We have seen riots, school shootings, Bush Jr. and senior administrations, the Clinton administration, OJ, Rodney King, Jordan playing in the NBA and (laughs) NBL. Kobe, Baltimore losing a whole team the up and left like thieves in the night to uh, coming back a few years later to winning the Super Bowl 9-11, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor Trayvon Martin, the rise of social media, cancel culture, Me Too movement, Mute R. Kelly, Epstein Island to viruses being unleashed on the earth, earthquakes fires, floods, and just all around fucked up ass people all of these things we have witnessed as elder millennials even though all of that, excuse me, I apologize, I'm, I'm running out of steam. Even though all of that, with all of that, you are supposed to just smile and bear it and press on. No, don't forget to mention that you're being aged out. Yes, you at 39 and 40 are being aged out. Cool, you went to school. That's fine. Until you realize you're in debt. Oh, you didn't go to school and decided to be a fast ass and thought you knew everything? Well, Here's where the bomb is dropped. You know nothing. Not only did you think you knew everything, but you also added children in the mix with your fast ass. And somewhere, you are trying not to fuck them up with the chaos and mayhem that is your life. And then, on top of that, we are just at this point where now AI is taking over everything everything that we do do you know that it is crazy to me that children nowadays have no idea about what a cordless home phone is let alone a landline or even what a VHS a VHS tape is blockbuster 
Ugh, what a time. As a grown-ass man in my 40s, I still have more hustle and drive than most of these young fools out here. And if you see me, you wouldn't even know that I am 40. Someday you guys will see me again. I will put some of this more, more stuff on YouTube as well. However, somewhere along the line, the system thinks that I am not enough. I, I, I've aged out. I don't have anything else to give. I'm 40. I, I can't run, I can't run this race. I have seen so many of my peers and people in, in the same age bracket do amazing shit. And we're not socially awkward. Um, I do know that it, it may sound a little bitter, but it is crazy when you go to start looking for like a new job and you find out that you're either too qualified and they're not going to pay you enough or you're not qualified enough. We're in a generation where I feel as though the youth has no idea what it took to get here. And we have no idea what they're going through. So, no matter what it seems, it it just, it, it at some point, it feels like it's all just kind of overwhelming. And I don't want to always be in this space of it just being overwhelming, but I feel like we are very ageist in certain things. Like, who told us that there was a ceiling? There, who told us that there was a ceiling that you couldn't be a rapper anymore at 40? As you can see, we have defining people that are defining the 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 norm and rapping well into their 40s and 50s. And it's still being fire. It's still being the go-to. Them being goaded. Yes, granted, did they rap all their life? Now, granted, I ain't saying start rapping at 40. Now, uh, now come on now. You know, pick your battles. But if you've been in the music game for a while, don't give up on yourself. Like, I think even Killer Mike's speech was more so about not giving up on yourself. Like, we get to this point where we're so downtrodden and beat down within ourselves because the world told us that we're not enough. The world tells you that you're not enough. Everything about us says you're not enough. But what happens when you really the fuck are enough? You're more than enough. Why you can't just be more than enough. You know what I mean? And I I have to use that as my own mantra to fuel me from time to time because there are many days where I don't feel like I'm even enough. You know, and then there are days where I'm sometimes a little bit too much. But I definitely recognize, you know, kind of what or where I am in 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 the spectrum of things. Like I'm still a kid at heart. I still love playing good video games. You know, I still, I love, I love playing, I actually love playing board games and shit like that. And I, but I'm old enough to know that I got, I, look, I need a bedtime. I need to work out. I got to eat differently. You know, all of those things. And I get that. It can feel overwhelming. So I want everybody to understand that take it easy on some people. Take it easy on the youth sometimes because they just learning. Take it easy. The youth, take it easy on some of the older adults because they know what they know. And 
it is harder to break that habit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just got like a lot of like open ass opinions about this because I just kind of don't know where it falls. But my throat is dry as fuck. And I appreciate all y'all. That's why you're getting these long ass pauses. Um, one, I'm trying to think. Two, not only am I trying to think, I'm also trying to speak with almost a goddamn piece of cotton mouth. But if for any reason you have made it this far into the recording, make sure that you do like, share, and subscribe. Um, make sure you go onto the YouTube page and that you like, share, and subscribe. I really would appreciate it. It definitely is going to help me out. Hit the notification bell because I want to be in your algorithm. I want to be in your face. I want to be in your space. I want to be in your mind frame. Uh, all of the things. Don't ask why I'm doing it. I don't know. I don't care. Um, but, yo, I hope y'all had a good time. I just wanted to kind of put that out there. Thinking about aging out and thinking about, you know, moving on for the for the next generation. Um, if I had any goal for it, though, because I actually don't. I really don't have a goal. I don't have a real clear conclusion to that because I think I'm still physically living in it. So I want to be very mindful and clear in saying I don't have I don't have a goal for that. I don't I don't have a goal for that. I don't know. But what I do know is that I'm not going to be fearful. I'm not going to allow what I think is one hiccup to dictate the rest of my being and my purpose here. Um, so. What I say to y'all is to love yourself unconditionally, um, to be able to know your worth and what that looks like for you, um, and keep striving for your dreams. Cause even with this, this is one of my dreams. Like I love, I love doing it. I love doing it. And I hope that it resonates Again, my throat is a little dry today. I don't know if I'll re-record this or not. It's been an hour and some change. I probably won't. <laughs> y'all know me. I probably won't. But I hope y'all have fun today. You know what I'm saying? I hope your day goes splendidly well. Every day. Make every day count. You are somebody. And then I'm going to leave y'all with my sister. If you want to be somebody. And you want to go somewhere. You better wake up and pay attention. And I hear every single one of y'all because y'all already know what it is. I'm going to watch this day too just because of that. And if you want to be somebody and you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. You know what? I might actually, that's another thing I'm about to do. I'm about to start, instead of back in, back in the, the heyday with this, we used to do kick that lyric. I'm about to, I'm about to do some, some movie shit. That's what I'm about to do. We about to do movie quotes. Hell yeah. And that'll be my interaction with y'all again. We'll do the movie quotes. Figure out the movie. I'm going to figure out a movie. And it'll be some shit that I like. Yeah, yeah. We, we might we might do some movie and music quotes. I don't know. We might switch it up every now and again. Just do a movie and music quote. Alright, once again... Don't forget, you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on uh, your Apple Podcast Player, your Google Podcast Player. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on SoundCloud, Instagram, uh, Twitter, because we're not going to call it X. Um, all of them at Kicking It With Young Smooth Podcast. I really appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. Hopefully taking an hour out of your day. Also, let's end it the way that we always end it. Y'all know what it is around this time. Fear. False evidence appearing real. See, that's what I used to talk about all the time. 
false evidence appearing real. It's only real in your mind if you make it real in your mind. So let's make every day a great day and do what we got to do. Let's bless up. I love y'all for real. Oh, I feel like Monique. <laughs> but I do. I really love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for the love and peace.